Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. So, first things first, um, we've been doing quite a few of these recently. I don't know whether you've noticed. Hopefully, you have. Um, we're we're basically doing three a week, and there's a blend of we're trying all sorts of different stuff. We've got some series going on. Uh, we have uh, some monologues, just me, just Yusuf, just Alex. We have some interview style stuff where Alex uh, interviews Yusuf or uh, well, he interviews one of us or both of us um, on topics that I guess people ask us about frequently or kind of come up in our in our client group in our program a lot. So we just would always like to know what you think. Right, we we record this podcast obviously because we enjoy it, um, but also it's not really for us, right? It's it's for people who are kind of in our world through any any uh, any number of ways. Maybe you're a client, maybe you're on our email list. Maybe you've just found this podcast through searching, right? Regardless, um, we're doing it because it's a, it's a free source of content. It's a way for you to kind of get to know us a bit more. Um, and it's a way for us to also deliver some long form information that's longer than an email um, a lot of the time or longer than certainly a, a, like a, a post on social media or anything like that, right? These, these allow us to sort of explore a topic in more detail. And we would just like to know, are we doing a good job or not? Like, are you enjoying these episodes? Um, is there stuff you'd like to hear us talk about more? Is there, are there the styles of episodes that you don't particularly enjoy? Um, and the other thing as well, I suppose that the only thing we want to always make sure of is um, we just want to make sure that this stuff is is worth our while, right? And uh, I guess there's only so many things you can do as a business owner, even when you have a team of people to help you. There's only so many platforms you can post on. There's only so many content mediums you can manage. We love doing the podcast. We want to keep doing it. But one of the things we look at is, are we reaching new people? Are we getting ratings and reviews and all that sort of stuff? So if you're enjoying it and you'd like to kind of uh, let us know, uh, we would love it. I know people always say this, right? Like it's, it's, I think every podcast I listen to people ask, but we would love a rating or review uh, on iTunes if you listen to us on iTunes. It basically just tells the platform, you know, these guys are an interesting podcast and gets us more impressions and more view, more listens and all that sort of stuff. And, and, and I suppose... That's what we look at as a, as a mark of, is this trending in the right direction or not? So we'd love it if you could spare a couple of minutes and just give us some honest feedback. Um, it doesn't have to be five stars, but we will we will judge anybody um, who doesn't give us five stars. I am kidding. All right, today um, I'm going to be giving, giving, delivering slash giving, giving an overview on PT apps and really just software in general, right? Why do we not use them? Why do we not recommend people use them? What are the sort of the pros and cons and how do we make software decisions? Because one of the one of the many black holes in building an online business is for basically every single function you need to perform, 
whether it's on the marketing and sales side, the admin and accounting side, the uh, the coaching delivery side, the retargeting side. Like it doesn't really matter. There's there's ten hundred a thousand different apps that you could pick for each thing so how do you make that decision how do you make the decision which one to pick but more importantly how do you make the decision whether you actually need one at all and over the years if you were to sort of chart propane fitness of the sort of the complexity of the business it started out very simple we had a website and we were coaching people through email and then in trying to grow the business we made things more and more bloated and complicated and we used more and more bits of software Um, and now we've kind of trimmed it back so that we're basically using very, very few things. And we have a few principles that we employ when it comes to deciding, should we use an app? So something to just address first, right? We have coached, we lose count, to be honest. I always try and do a bit of a a tally um, before I present any webinars or anything like that, where I just kind of talk about the journey of propane, but it's in excess of 4,000 clients online. Um, it, and in terms of customers, it'll be way higher than that in terms of like people who've downloaded our, our ebooks or, or bought something from us. But in terms of people we have actually in detail worked with, right, either in a group setting or one-to-one, it's over 4,000 people over the life of the business, um, which I know that may sound really high, um, but we have been doing this for quite a while. So I'm not saying that to to sort of impress upon you any, it's not to impress you necessarily. It's just to... I guess, give some weight to what I'm about to say, which is that we have never done, we've never used a a PT app to deliver that service. Okay. And people ask us about this a lot because they hear us mention this on free training and things like that and say, you know, how, how on earth are you guys delivering services like that without something like uh, my PT hub or true coach trainerize PT distinction, any of the many apps that are being developed at a rate that I lose pace of, to be honest, or I lose track of. Um, And, it's simply because like these using a PT app basically violates kind of the principles that we have to help us make these decisions in the first place. So I'm going to go over those principles first, and then I'm going to explain what we use instead and perhaps why we think it's the best solution. So firstly, when it comes to um, using something like a PT app, so we've explored all of them at a very basic level to see whether they would suit our needs. Anytime anything gets released and we think it might be worthwhile looking at we look at it we test it out we test it ourselves we test it with a few clients we see if it would it would sort of serve a purpose and then we make a decision so i've not programmed in detail in any of these apps but that's not really the point right so one of the first things that we want to look at um which is it kind of been brought to the forefront forefront this year in 2020 so when i'm recording this don't know when you're listening to this but i'm recording this in november 2020 coming towards the end of a year where the fitness industry's had like very much had the rug pulled from under it okay um, and something that uh, Yusuf and I discuss a lot is that when something like this happens, a shock to a market or a shock to an industry, it's very exposing, right? So if your business, online or offline, has to go through a period of time for whatever reason where revenue falls to zero, for example, like gyms close or all your clients cancel, you know, whatever may happen, um, you're exposed in, in the sense of what is really um what is really under the surface of the of, of the business and that might be how much cash you have in the bank it might be your retention systems if you can't market and advertise what happens when um for example your facebook ad account gets declined or your um you run into software problems and you can't um communicate with people you can't send emails whatever it is right anything that happens like that exposes the business of its true nature and 
one of the things that we've been reminded of this year is just how important it is to keep a very lean operation, very lean and agile operation, okay, with a good amount of cash in the bank as much as you possibly can. And by lean, I simply mean you want to always be looking at your fixed costs, right? Your your fixed recurring costs that you have to pay whether you get customers in or not. That's basically the distinction between fixed and variable is a variable cost increases as you make more sales, right? Or as you sell more units and a fixed cost would stay the same regardless. So in an offline uh, sense, a, a standard fixed cost would be rent, for example, or uh, insurance, Wi-Fi, heating, things that whether people come to your gym or not, you still have to pay. Online, those things, it may seem like those things don't exist, but the main one is software, okay? Obviously, software and paying yourself. And so whenever we're looking at at trying to to stay agile and and reduce our cost base, one of the first things we look at as a business is, what software are we paying for? And these things can can really uh, sneak up on you if you're not careful. You know, you think, oh, well, something's only 20, 50, 100 pounds, 200 pounds a month. Um, But then you end up getting five to 10 of them to serve different things. You have a, a form capture software, you have your PT software, you have some video editing software, you have uh, graphic design software, you have a landing page software. And before you know it, you're spending 500, pounds a month on, on stuff that you have baked into the structure of your business. And I think this is the main, this is the main thing, right? Let's say you decide to, right, I'm going to coach online. And let's say you become really successful coaching online, which is awesome. And you end up with 50 clients and or 100 clients and all of them are on uh, Trainerize just to pick one. I'm not singling out any of these one apps. I've got no problem with any of them specifically. It's more just the idea of them that I that I take issue with. Right. So you, um, you all of your uh, clients managed all of your business basically exists within that infrastructure. Okay. You're renting space on someone's software to run your business, okay? And that's great because they're, what they're doing in exchange for the fee is they're solving some complexity for you. They're saying, look, you don't have to worry about how these programs are delivered or how this looks to your client or even the fact that you need to get it to them because we, we have an app and we've done all this for you. The cost is, well, firstly, there's a, there's a financial cost to it. But secondly, if they next month decide to up their pricing, you have to pay it to keep accessing your business. If they have a technical issue in their website or their, their app, their software goes down overnight, you have to, to deal with that. Your, your business goes down with it. And so the, the basically, it's you want to try and remove and reduce that risk as much as you possibly can. So we look to try and... So, so principle number one, the first thing is, can we remove this completely or can we reduce the risk that this faces, right? For example, the software that we use or the tool that we use is Google Sheets. Right, and I'll get into why that is in a second. But if I compare Google to Trainerize, right? Firstly, Google don't charge us to use Sheets. Okay, you can pay for Google Suite or G Suite if you want, but the basic use of, of Google Sheets is free. Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Forms, all free. Okay, the chance of Google going down, pretty slim. The chance of Google deciding to charge everybody for Google Sheets, pretty slim, right? Because that Google don't need to worry about the revenue. They're making money other places, right? They're, they're quite good at that. So the chances of those things happening are very small. The chances of us logging into Google tomorrow and realizing that all of Google across the internet is down, very small. And even if it does go down, right, there's all of Google trying to make sure it's back online rather than a smaller business um, by comparison. Now, I realize this may sound a little bit tinfoil hat. You know, oh, Johnny's worried about any of these apps going down. 
it's not necessarily that I think it will. It's just that when you're making a decision that may affect how the, how your business runs for as long as it's in existence, it it's worth kind of looking at the decision of, can I, if there's a risk here, can I remove it? Right. It's like if someone said to you, you can build your gym or you can run your gym in a, um, in a unit that doesn't have any rent. Right. Or you can, that, that's maybe it might take a bit more setup or there's a gym that's kind of already arranged that you have to pay a monthly fee for, for as long as you use it, which would you pick? Right. Hopefully the free one appeals significantly. Um, and in the same way, like if someone said, oh, you know, you can, uh, you can kind of coach your clients in the corner of my gym. Um, but it, when I shut my gym, you have to, you have to leave too, or like you can just have this space for free and you're in charge of it again, which would you pick? So whenever you're looking at software, always think like, what's the least risk I can take or what ideally if I don't have to pay for it, if there, if there is a free version and it serves the job, brilliant, go with that. Okay. If there is a, a, a huge established business um, enterprise that's doing something similar that serves the, that serves the, the job you want to um, complete then take that option. So that's the first thing. Second one is where possible um, own something rather than rent something. So this applies to, um, a lot of stuff that isn't just PT apps. So the, the most common comparison is ClickFunnels versus something like WordPress, okay, when it comes to building your website. ClickFunnels, again, same as Trainerize, same as PT Distinction, all of these things, it's solving complexity for you. Google Sheets and WordPress are very similar in the sense that they start as a completely blank canvas. The, the, the basic versions of them are both completely free. And what it's essentially saying is, look, like Google Sheets can be turned into this basically what we have this like ecosystem of how we manage our clients and we have sleep trackers and habit trackers uh charts tracking averages automation things that we custom coded into google sheets right we built all of that ourselves but there's no ongoing fee for it okay there's no ongoing fee for all of the the, the space that we're um logging all of our clients information with however if all of our clients were in trainerized we would be paying on a recurring basis the same with with wordpress okay all of our websites propanefitness.com and propane-business.com because we can't get the, the full domain. Um, they're both built on WordPress. There's no recurring fee for them. All of our landing pages built on WordPress. There's no recurring fee for them. Okay. ClickFunnels, by contrast, is rented. Trainerize is rented. You don't own that. You're renting a space in that software. You're renting a space in that app. ClickFunnels, you're renting a space on their servers to run a page that you choose and design and brand. Why they charge you? Because they make it easier. All right, they're saying, look, you don't have to worry about any of the complexities of design. You can just click and click and drag and use this software, right? And we're going to charge you a monthly fee for it, which is is fine. But again, these things add up. You face the risk of, and we've had it before, right? Where we've been spending hundreds of pounds a day on advertising, and then ClickFunnels goes down, right? And all of the all of the ads that are going to certain landing pages just don't function anymore. All right, we've had that happen. So where possible, you want to own something and not have an ongoing fee associated with it rather than rent something. So if you can build things yourself, even if it takes slightly longer, but there's no recurring fee associated with it, I would always take that option. The same goes for um, if you can not pay for something on a recurring basis and have it built and done versus renting something, I would always pick that. The last one is solving problems once, right? So I, one of the nice things about Google Sheets and one of the reasons why we use it is 
we regularly encounter situations where a client or a set of clients might come to us and say, uh, guys, uh, you know, you two talk about meditation a lot. I'm thinking about getting into meditation. Um, how would you recommend I start? So you may have seen, you said did this recently. We built a meditation tracker in Google Sheets and it just gets added to every single client's file folder automatically, right? That's now something that we've built, we've done. We don't have to look at different software. We don't have to wait for these apps to run updates. If suddenly everyone wants to do a competition where they see how, who gets the best quality sleep according to Sleep Timer or Aura Ring or Whoop or Fitbit or whatever, we can just add these things in, build them, they're done, they're made, and that's it. In the same way that all of our programs, everything that we have in a, in a library format in Google Sheets and Google Docs, these are assets that we can draw on and, and use um, that we'll always have, right? We, I can still refer back to programs that I wrote in 2014, right? 2013. I can still see client tracking from 2010. All of this just in our Google Sheets folder. We've not having in our Google Sheets kind of system that we have set up. So solving a problem once rather than having to solve it on a recurring basis because you kind of hold the keys to the way you do things. In other words, um, we're able to make resources once and then they're done. They're part of our process, they're part of how we do things. So I guess that's those are the three principles. Where you can, remove the risk or reduce it. The risk that something is, is going to go down, the, the risk that someone might up their prices, the risk that something might not work or might not exist in five years' time, right? Two, where you can, own something rather than rent it. If you can build it yourself with a little bit of tech know-how or our help, if you're a propane business client, you stuff regularly does full website builds, we regularly do all this stuff for clients. Um, we have training on how to use Google Sheets. If you want to get involved in propane business, you know what to do. Drop us an email with the subject line, propane business podcast. Uh, we'll get you to the front of the queue. We'll have a chat about how it works. But um, if you can own something rather than rent it, that's always better. Okay, If you can do something once and then it's part of your world and you can uh, operate it for good, that's always better. And then solving problems once. If you can, if you want to start your clients tracking their sleep and you can build a sleep tracker and then it's done and then every client gets that forever, brilliant. Right. And in the same way, just an example, I know this is maybe making things a bit more complicated, but one of the things we built in Google Sheets because we had the functionality built and set up was um, when a client enrolls, they're going through our onboarding process, they fill out a form which takes their weight, lots of different factors and actually generates automatically. This is just a bit of custom code that we had someone do was pennies compared to paying for any of these apps recurring basis. Okay, Takes our calculator, our free calculator generates that it takes that information calculates starting macros for them calculates which training program they should be taking part in whether their goal is fat loss maintenance muscle gain their weight it assigns them a coach it generates a google sheet for them using one of our templates it emails it to them and it puts it in the folder for the right coach right all of that is done using free tools free google suite software and a little bit of custom code from a developer but the point is we paid for that to be done one time there's now been over a thousand entries in that form, well over a thousand, like multiple thousand entries in that form to generate these documents. All right. So when someone gets on board into propane fitness, part of the propane protocol, they go through a sequence, they fill out this form, everything happens. It's seamless. All right. Using things that we built once and now it's solved for good. So a quick note on Google Sheets. Why do we pick it? Well, there's less flash. It's not an app. Like it's not sexy. It doesn't have your logo on it. But actually, we even explored paying for and making our own app, right? We had a few clients on board it. We actually built a shell that pe we started onboarding people, onboarding people into, and we received nothing but complaints, right? Why is that? Clients don't care. 
right? Clients don't care that you've got an app. I know I see it all the time. People talking about like, here's what my service looks like. Since people show people showing off that you can access their service from an iOS app. Most clients couldn't care less. They care that what you're helping them do is lose weight, build muscle, feel better, whatever the goal is, right? And if that needs to be available in a way that they can clearly see what they're doing. The more complicated we made things, and we're working with generally finance professionals, people who are used to dealing with apps and software and all these things, we made it just harder to get to the basics of what do I need to eat today? What are my calories for the day? And what do I need to do in the gym later? Right? That's all I care about. So... Google Sheets is less flashy, but there's more functionality. We're able to do more with it, and clients are able to see it from an iOS app if they want, right? They can get a Google Sheets app and have their training open in seconds, or their diet open in seconds. There's more functionality. and you, Basically, the limit of what you can create with something like Google Sheets is limited by you and your creativity, not by a software developer on the other side of the world, potentially. You can create the solutions to your problems. So I just mentioned there, like we we paid someone to, we just said, like, look, we'd love this to happen. Is that doable? And they made it happen right? Cost us less than 500 pounds to do it once years ago. And now we've, we've benefited from that thousands of times. Very flexible. It's completely free. It's very unlikely to crash. As I say, you can build habit charts, uh, average weight tracking, have ch- charts automatically generated. You can have locked sheets and tabs in your, in your folders so clients can't see them. You can generate specific coaching KPIs and numbers for your clients. You can create aggregate dashboards. There's really no, um, there's no limit right, to what what you can do with something like this. Now, I'm not saying, I think the key point here is I'm not saying that Google Sheets is what you should be using. I'm simply saying that we arrived at this from these three principles, right? It removed and it reduced the risk that we face. It allows us to own systems like this custom code that we have rather than rent it. And it allows us to solve our problems once so that we're not trapped in this monthly recurring setup. And if you apply those three things to any bit of software you're thinking about buying or anything you're paying for on a recurring basis in what you do, I think you end up in a better position, right? For example, one of the things we do in Propin Business and the coaching, there's no recurring ongoing fee, right? Everybody who's in our programs, in our program for good, once they join, once they remember, they're in. They get access to all of our knowledge, all of our information, they're in. It's a single payment. Why did we do that? Because it abides by those rules, okay? It removes or reduces the risk. It allows someone to own our coaching, own our time, and it allows someone to get access to the stuff they need, the help they need once, and then they've got it for good. All right, hopefully this episode has been useful. Again, we'd love to hear your feedback. If you wouldn't mind sharing, we'd love to hear um, what you think of this podcast and how it's going so far. And I'll chat to you, presumably, in a couple of days when the next episode is released. Speak soon. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run build and scale propanefitness.com head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build propane fitness we walk through the sales systems the delivery systems follow-up remarketing how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24 7 we really do cover the full thing right and if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to so go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that if you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I more about us what we do follow us on the various channels the best place to go is our YouTube channel we have a load of stuff from fitness content productivity content 
why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode. Thank you.